this wasteland, I am the one who runs from both the living and the dead. A man reduced to a single instinct. Survive. Quest. Yeah, boy. Movie quest. And this week we are talking about subquesters. This week <laughs> it's Mad Max Fury Road, directed by George Miller, came out this year. Yep. Already being hailed film of the year yep. by international critics. And when we say critics, we don't really know who we're talking about. We just know it's like the infinite collective of yep. these like creepy crawly things that are around there, just giving shit bad reviews for no reason. Yep. You know? It's like the uh, the internet's just declared Mad Max Fury Road best film of the year. Yeah, it has. And everyone's like, yeah, cool, listen, listen to this. Yeah, definitely, because why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah, people of the internet know what's up. They do. Yeah, so Mad Max Fury Road, filmed all over the world. Yep. Um, A lot of it in Australia. Yeah, and what was it? Like A lot of animation done at Weta. Dubai or something? Yeah, all deserty places, Somewhere I imagine. Desert-y. yeah. Yeah, I think even a part in like Africa, South Africa or something. Yeah, sorry, yeah, that's what that's yeah. 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 That's like it's all sand and geography. desert, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. So who needs geography? Stay yeah. in school kids. <laughs> yeah, totally. But we totally went to this um talk on Sunday at the Opera we did. House yep. for Graphic Festival two thousand fifteen. We uh we went and awesome. saw the three writers uh give a give a talk. It's George Miller, Brendan McCarthy. McCann? McCarthy. McCarthy. Brendan yeah. McCarthy. And Nico <laughs> Who's Leatherous. a co-writer. And Nico... Leatherus. L- Leatherus. Sweet. Yeah. All co-writers. Of course, um, George Miller directed and created Mad Max. Yep. 
and the Brendan McCarthy, uh, who was one of the co-writers, he actually, the talk, he was talking about uh, how much he loved the second one, and he sent some fan art to George Miller afterwards, saying whatever happened to Mad Max. And uh, a few months later, I think one of George Miller's people called him and was like, "Hey, you want to come help write it?" And so mm. now he's a not co-writer. Totally. More well, yeah, they're all co-writers. Yeah, co-writers. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And now we're here, uh, 12 years later, yeah. <laughs> finally with a finished product. So that's, um, and, and you told me that before. Um, that's, why we, that's why you told me we were going to go to the talk. You were like, because you know, it took 12 years. And I'm like, what, 12 years? Like, I didn't realize the sheer uh, enormity of the project, I guess. Yeah, it was um, a huge vision. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the talk made a whole lot more sense. Like, oh, it's just a movie. But, like, no, a movie that took 12 years to make, for sure, that's worthy of this talk. Yeah. Yeah. It was greenlit three times by three different studios and dropped right. three times. Dropped three times, yeah. Which would have been devastating, I mean, as a filmmaker. Oh, to I like, know. Yeah, we'll but make if, it you know, No, we're not. But I'm times. glad it all happened because it would never have been as good as it is no. right now. Yep. If it had been made by different studios or years ago when they didn't have, like, technology certain technologies. Or the cameras or that. Totally. Because a yep. lot of it was animated. Yep. Yeah. So this movie, which is pretty much just a continuous chase scene, mm. is... 140 minutes of... Pure adrenaline, heart pumping jays. Pretty sure that was one of the reviews that popped up on the pure adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh my god, um, it was um, super intense. Yeah, and and the the funny thing is that Mad Max, who was like you know the reason for the franchise, has about fourteen lines in the whole movie. He says nothing. The movie, he's so inconsequential to the movie for the most part. It's pretty much between Furiosa, which is uh, Charlize Theron. And whoever plays Immortan Joe. <laughs> Immortan <laughs> Joe. Immortan Joe. Mr. Short is a disgusting human being oh <laughs> to manage God. to pull off. Balzi's wife, I would have committed suicide. Yeah. You know that. Oh, sorry, this is just a quick aside. But you know Jodie Foster? No, not Jodie Foster, but whoever. Someone was dating Anthony Hopkins and they couldn't. They broke up with him after he played Hannibal Lecter because he played Hannibal Lecter so well that his girlfriend at the time couldn't see him in anything other than Hannibal Lecter. So I, I hope. That whoever played a Morton Joe's wife was like, <laughs> you're just a Morton Joe to me now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrific. Imagine if you were like married to a Morton Joe. Yeah. And Man, he was insane. He was, he, I know I don't want to skip to the end, but that like the way that bit he that he's masked. Demands, yeah. Well, because that's like him as a character is just so fucking creepy. Like yep. that big mask with the teeth that resemble powers and he like yep. owns people, like people are property. Yep. The economy is water. Like he's like this fucking and warlord leader with a just horrifically dismorphed family yep. around him. They're just a bunch of circus freaks. They but are. like literally rev head circus freaks yep. controlling these people. Anyway, when his face got ripped off, I was like, "It was awesome! Holy yeah. crap!" And I, I love that, like, when you first see his face ripped off, it's kind of it happens quickly, mm. and you know it seems brutal. Yeah. So like, oh, but then at the very end, when he like also lifts up the sheet and you see it for the second time, like, holy shit! Like, yeah, this movie up. had the, like a really good amount of gore. It did. Like, it really didn't like you know didn't disappoint on the blood splatters, and nope. because there was like 122 deaths, like, yep. you know, I'm glad that they all were like completely horrific. They were. It, it, it committed, which was really good, mm. like when movies commit to what they are. Totally. And that was... Well, they, they said in, in, in the talk that the first two Mad Maxes were um, as close to rock and roll in a film as it got. Yeah. And uh, so I think that that definitely played a part in making Mad Max what it was, because you, uh, you can say that Mad Max redefined what rock and roll is in cinema and what Mad Max was. Mm -hmm. Like, you have that, like, 
from the dude playing the guitar on the the uh, the war the war convoy the war like, rig yeah it was like yeah like, he was on a war was. rig it was it like was, the flamethrower like they literally played I'm pretty sure his name was Camo Camo Coma Camo Coma that Coma. was it Coma yeah. he was hectic the guitar warrior yep yeah what a gnarly dude yeah I mean we can't go past that bit can we in the film no. that was like hectic as fuck yeah mm. He had like no eyes, and I he's like, he looked like one of those creatures from the descent. He did he with did a mohawk or something. A similar, yes. <laughs> so like, and a sick flamethrower guitar. Yeah. That's what I loved about the movie as well. Like everything in the movie, um, and they talked about this too. Was yep. everything had a double, a dual purpose? Like it yep. could do more than one thing. So if you notice when you go back and watch the film, like all the trucks, everything in the trucks, all what they're wearing, everything is just like actually used for something else, but they've yeah. like turned it in, you know, they've innovated yep. into something else. That was like the one of the rules. Oh yeah, one the of their design rules. Was like everything had to be what you could grab. Yeah. Thought went to shit. Next. Totally like, like junk. Everything's just made over leftover shit what and were they junk. Saying? He the said that um, he, the harness that he wore was like a garden trough <laughs> in his mouth, and um, and yeah, like you you see all through the movie, like they did a close up on like a ten cent piece that was a button, like they just drilled a hole through this ten cent piece and that was a button. But that was it's totally. all through, like, the Well, that's just like just showing you as well that like money means nothing yeah. anymore. Well, like water is the new currency, right? Yeah, like, that's all, everything just it was all about water all about. and gasoline. Yeah. Which mm. they seem to have a lot of in the apocalypse. <laughs> totally. You know, like water, no one Isn't has. it because the planet's so toxic, though? Like, they can pr- probably just grows in their lakes now. Gasoline. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> grows in their lakes. I don't know like, what's going to happen. Oh my gosh, the apocalypse better like... get the V8 and then that other V8 that's attached to this gigantic truck. You know? Yeah, the Giga like... Horse. Yeah, Giga Horse. That was yeah. a sweet ass truck. It was. Ah, oh, Furiosa. Badass. Okay. Yep. So, okay. Let's talk about it. Yep. Let's talk about the beginning. Um, from the get-go, I think. Oh, my God, being a human blood bag. Yeah. What a horrible job. Yep. And, and uh, I suppose that, that was one of the, um, one of the uh, uh, themes was people's property. You know, he's, yeah. he's a blood bag. He's, yeah. he's nothing. They refer to him as blood bag until <laughs> he kills or, try, you know, like, that's him. He's just nothing. Mm. It's a very... Uh, I don't know. What's well, a fucked up place? Totally, <laughs> especially for the reason they need blood bags because everyone's dying. Everyone's dying, well, and you're either a half life or a full life. And yep. if you're a half life, you painted yourself half white, um, you know, and you like tattooed yourself with car parts or like wore car parts because car parts are always going to outlast them. Like that, that almost so, became the new religion. What did the, what did their religion the, call? Where did they want to go? Valhalla. That Valhalla, was like yeah. yeah that like, was like heaven. And he says something like, oh, I will be reborn shiny in chrome. Like, they worship car parts. Yeah, they yeah, worship right, car parts. Because the cars outlive them, mm. and cars are seen as the gods. They worship their cars. Yeah. Like, she says something like, he's a rev head, or he's a petrol head, or something like. But that's, like, his class in society. You know, mm. he just knows cars. But that's, like, a huge step, like, to well, know cars in, like, a not, like, a society that they... Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he was pretty high up in his ranks. And even no. though he was going to die, he's like, I'm going because Furious is now, you know, man, like, decide to take off with, you know, five of his wives who are like, we are not things. And, yep. you know, people have property and they're like kind of revolting. And, um, yeah, he just kind of gets caught up in that when he doesn't really want to. Well, he, he, um, they were saying that his story is one of the most, uh, 
poignant, like his arc, because he goes from wanting to kill them to like a full on. I'm change. talking about Max. Oh, Max. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I thought you were talking about Nux, the, uh, <laughs> no. the ref head dude. Okay, cool. So. No, but he, you're right though. He <laughs> does have the best story, like character arc. Like he's the most transcendent character. Yeah. Because he does. Like when you said he goes from like wanting to kill them to then dying for them. Yeah. He completely changes his direction in the film. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, you were you're talking about Max. Yeah, I was like talking about how he got caught up with um, Furiosa and the five chicks. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. He was just on the car that was chasing them. And then he didn't even want anything to do with them either. He just wanted water and the thing off his head. Mm. That's how they bartered him to get it off, get on the thing. They're like, you want that thing off your head? Yeah, he didn't say very much, did he? Because he's a wild animal. He's like a lone survivor. Yeah, that, yeah. A lone wolf. And and his character transformation, they're saying, goes from like literally a a wild animal to... Someone who resembles humanity. Yeah. Like in the end, he's able to use his words, you know, and like when he penetrates Furiosa, he's like, here, breathe through your now penetrated lung. It's like, totally my penis going into you. It was... I actually want to mention that when we first watched this movie months ago, that scene happened and you were like, oh, the penetration scene, like he's penetrating. I was like, whatever, Renee, you're really into this movie. You always do this, you know, just because there's someone penetrating anyone that's all sexual with you. And like, you I thought I had this that, decent case. Yeah. And, and, then and normally down, it's true, but this this time it was special. George made it special. Yeah. And uh, and they actually said, man, and then so we sit down to go to the opera house and they're like, yeah, so the scene when he penetrated her was supposed to be him, they're, them consummating their relationship. And it was just, I was like, oh shit, Renee was right. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I am right. I am right. Yeah, that's what it seemed. Yeah, cool. So he gets caught up. These five wives fleeing a warlord. They end up finding out that, you know, they've gone. And yeah. he's not happy. No, he's not. He launches a, well, every single... <laughs> every other war rig. Yeah, that he has he? A, at a hand to chase them. Totally. And Sends uh, off some flares and then they're like, holy crap. Well, that... Like, the opening 40 minutes is just, like, <laughs> until that flare goes out. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't um, let up. It's literally just... No, the pacing is so intense. And that ends with them driving to the storm. And I'm so glad because everything they showed you in the trailer happens in pretty much the first half hour of the movie. They don't give anything away. I thought they gave everything heaps away. But when they're driving to that storm, that was incredible. Like, that scene alone, I think, could have made this movie best film of 2015. Because when like the tornadoes inside the storm and cars getting swept up and demolished, and I know, so brutal. And then Nux's like, oh, what a well, that's fine you know, day. What does he say? Um, He's like, what, what, a, what a good day. What a glorious day. What a glorious day. Yeah. Something like that shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he was yeah. so excited because yeah. he, everyone was just dying <laughs> was just around. Chaos. He was like, it was just yeah, absolute <laughs> chaos, and he was just loving the shit out of it, like and a I, crazy half blood would. I think that that level of half life. Sorry. They, or they also committed to that level of chaos, but like purposed chaos. It was chaotic, but mm. that's just the way it was. Totally. It wasn't unnecessary chaos. The world is chaos, and they're literally just rolling with it and loving it. Mm. And that was a very continuous theme. Like it was like organized chaos. Well, I'm pretty sure the wives and Furiosa weren't loving it, but like no. Nux was because he's a friggin' yeah well, crazy war boy. Yeah. You know, they were like, war boys, war boys, whoa! they're fucking nuts. They were nuts. Yeah. It's like his own personal army of <laughs> terrifying looking... Who all want to come back as car parts. It's mm. nuts. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Good chase scene. 
great chase scene. Uh, I particularly liked when um, they 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 are um, drift into like uncharted territory and it's those spiky van. And oh that yeah, gets, who are those guys? They're not the bullet farmer they're guys. They're just like these they're like just... I think random like uh, like road warriors. I guess mm. when the first they like, like you know like um, nomadic people. Um, but when that dude first sprays his mouth with the chrome thing and like leaps. Totally. Because like, what's that? That's like we're happy the, to. Di- we're gonna be resolved. Well, it's in like a- the chrome, right? Like mm. the painting my teeth to be shiny and new. Maybe I don't know. Totally. Like they're gonna die. That's why they do it, don't yeah, they? Yeah. It's like it's, it's, like it's their final. Yeah, but they off. love it. They're like, oh my god, I'm happy. Like it's a martyrism yeah. for car parts, aren't they? Yep. Mm. He was so prepared to die, wasn't he? Like, there was there was so little hesitation. It's like, oh, I'm gonna die, so I'll just leap onto this car of spikes with two. Um, well, he was grenade not, yeah. things like it was. Well, he'd already been shot through the face. Yeah, he wasn't. And you see, like they they actually say true, like, and this is I suppose jumping ahead a bit and sorry, but when um, that chick's baby dies and the mm. scientist is like, oh, she's breathing again, like they've clearly got semi advanced medical technology because they bring back no, a dead he, baby. No, he said that she's on a on a she's breathed her last breath. I thought that when. They both I, dead. Yeah, I swear there's a scene later there where it's like, oh, she's she's breathing again, but the baby's dead. And then they hold up the baby and it's like, oh, he was perfect, but no, she's still No, that's alive. the same scene. I swear that she's Because he goes, them. how is she? And he's like, she's breathing alive. And he's like, well, get the baby out because she's oh. dead. So that's why they have to get the baby out, but it right. was too soon for the baby. Gotcha. He needed another month. Okay. And so they were both dead. And that's who that it was, was really like, fury. It was graphic. Was like, I had a baby brother. He was perfect in every way. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that was just on? like reinforcing the retardism because that's yeah. what the, the, like, the doctor said that, didn't he? He was like, he was like you have had a baby brother. He was perfect in every way. And then he was like, I had a baby brother. Perfect in every way. It's like he couldn't think for himself. I think that was just like reinforcing oh, okay. that. Yep. That he was just like blind a galoot. Or well, not autonomous, like a automaton on yeah, like he was just a fucking robot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, then I, like the the staples. But his on the brother cheek is he? Oh, pretty... the staples in the cheek. Yeah. So like Those they kind of just patch them back together. Like, yeah. Well, you'd use what seemed, you've got. Like, I suppose. Yeah. You know. It just seemed really brutal. It is really brutal. It's horrible. I would hate to live there. It just Do you know like what? I'd hate to live with the people eater. <laughs> Remember, they're like the people eater himself. He's like that big fat guy with those elephant Titus legs. Oh, that no guy was disgusting. Yeah, they're disgusting. like disgusting. <laughs> and he had his, he had nipple clamps on yeah, as well. He had nipple like these clamps down, like... in like a vest suit though, and he had to have people lifting up his legs. He mm. was horrific. Yeah. And um, man, I I actually just thought of the um. When, that uh, blind guy. Yeah. So when like that gun? scene was so badass, where like he's only uh, got four bullets and he misses twice. Yeah. All and his last bullet, he gives it to her. I know, but that's it's a level like of trust. That was of the, just like a. Yeah, and then he uh, balances it, mm. and then he gets blind and like, oh shit, he's out of the game. But no, he just goes full on like haywire. My children <laughs> firing his two MP5s into the air. He's yeah. just like, what's going on? Like it's like. You, you kind of think you know what's coming, and then the movie just kicks it up one more level of crazy. Totally. Like, like everyone's no, so no, fucking you know nuts going in this on. movie. We are setting the, you know. Yeah, like, you think we can't push it there? We'll push it yeah, there. And, and totally. Um, one of the interesting so things at, at the talk was that, like, the initial sketches for Nux slash the Bullet Boys or the... the the halflings. The war, war boys. War boys, yeah, sorry. Um, he had this, it was like there was a massive erection in the drawing, like. 
And they said that like they started designing them with these like huge penis appendages, and they're like, oh, that wouldn't translate well into <laughs> cinema, so they couldn't do it. It's like, well, probably smart decision in hindsight. Like, I don't think that, totally. That sort of thing, you'd cop, you'd, you'd cop some flack for it, maybe like war boys with raging hard ons walking around. Totally. I yeah. think then you wouldn't get like you go up to an R eighteen. If this movie rating. wasn't already, like, well, well up in the ratings. <laughs> totally, with the mothers being milked for, like, their... Yes. Like, that, that was, was such a hectic scene, like, all yeah. the mums being breast milked. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, imagine living that life. You almost, um... Like, and that's what they survived on. Yeah, like, mother's milk. There was, like, the tanker full of it and stuff. And that's what they were doing, owning people, like, mm. this one f- deformed family. You kind of, uh, I thought uh, it gets to the stage where, like... Every, everything's so grotesque. Everything they tell you that's not about their immediate story of the chase scene was just horrible information you didn't need to know. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, it's messed up like this as well. And you're like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> like, go back to that chase scene, please. Like, this is too real for me. Like, do we mention mother's milk? Like, yeah, oh, like, God. Like, daily when he's washing his face with it, like after he meets the wives. Yeah. After they crash and they all meet. And he's like, get this thing off my head. And he's dragging along Nux, mm. you know? Yeah. But it's so funny because, like, they how they start to have to work together. You know, they have to start, yep. like, building that relationship of trust and everything. Mm. The ways that they did that. Which started with the, um, it was the kill sequence, right? She tells him how to drive the rig. Yeah, that's right. She's like, I look, because he wouldn't tell her his name. He was like, yep. when I say fool, you drive, you know. Yeah. yeah. She tells him the kill switch, yeah, um, sequence. And then it goes up to, I think, like, when they're, when they're running... He kind of picks up a gun and throws her a gun. And yeah, he passes her a rifle. Yeah, and they're kind of, they're not like a standoffish. And then finally, when he gives her the gun, mm. acknowledging that she's the better shot than he is, that's kind of where it like, you know, again towards like being best buds. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they've built some serious trust there as characters. Yeah, yeah, totally. I love Furiosa. She's such a good hero. She you was know, great her claw her arm was freaking arm. rad. Yeah, which I think I even missed the first time we watched it. I don't know. What <laughs> really? There was just so much going on that I was like, you know, like, <laughs> like she had a robot arm? Jesus. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, because when we were at Graphic, we saw, like, original sketches of it. Because, like the... yeah, and they were saying there was 3,500 storyboards. That's right. Yeah, okay. Because everything had to be so, like, on it was point. meticulous. Yeah. Like, and, and, and the vision... Um, was like uh, I think someone asked him and said how close to what you designed mm. was Mad Max and he and he said it was it was very close like they got pretty much what they wanted and it was because they had such three thousand five hundred yeah that everything was so off, detailed like the vision was there yeah and um the one of the funny anecdotes they were like they were having problems with one of the riders and um they were like well look think we don't think it's like quite working and. I think it was Brendan McCann who was raising the issue, and the guy was like, what the fuck does he know? He's just a cartoonist. And then of course, George <laughs> Mellon, and they go, well, you're gone. Yeah, you know, like, like, he knows actually a lot more than you do. Yeah. And, and Guess what? We're listening to him now, and he's going to write it. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's like, well, man, I'm just a cartoonist with a vision. Like, yeah. let's write this movie. And now you're just a writer I... without a job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what happens next? Who else do they meet in the film? Um, well, they, they meet the mothers, eventually. It's not so much who eventually. they meet as who they kill. <laughs> That's true. Well, they know they kill everyone. 122 people died. Yeah, which is a considerable amount. Yeah. Um, over this, that's almost a person every minute and and few seconds. Yeah, but I guess like at least, you know. More than that, it'd be, be two every. An minute, hour and 40 like, minutes was at least just car chasing. Well, because it, it's only an hour and 
It's only two hours or so long. It's not not particularly long. It just no. feels long because it's like so you're intense. exhausted and drained afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of lot of deaths. And, and a lot of good deaths, I thought. Clean deaths. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people getting swept up <laughs> into dust storm tornadoes like, and like. A few guys that yeah, was that happened to Megan Gale? Didn't she? She just got like ran down. She was like, yep. like when she got killed. I mean, yeah, Everyone was just see... getting shot left, right, and center. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Uh, another everyone, thing, like they, they do mention dead. the bullet farm, so which you assume is some factory that's just pumping out ammunition twenty four seven. Totally. But a lot of fuel, a lot of bullets in the apocalypse. Yeah. No shortage of either one it seems. It's except no, for everything Superior, bad so survived. Who, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm sure poison is very plentiful. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess just compared to living in the Citadel or Immortan Joe's crazy, you know, fuck castle. <laughs> just, <laughs> I think I just, you know, try my luck out in the outskirts of town, you know. Totally. Eating lizards and shit. Like, mm. see how I go. Yeah, constantly mm. on the run from everybody. Yeah. Trying to capture you. Yep. For your good blood. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a horrible life. It does. I would just commit suicide. I'm sure lots of people did in the reality. Like, I'm sure that the reason there's, like, so few pockets is that faced with what the world is, people would just keep killing themselves, I think. Yeah. Like, to mm. me, it wouldn't be worth living under Immortan Joe because no. I just know that I'd be attractive enough to be one of his wives definitely and you would be could not imagine having to have voluntary sex with that well, monster so, yeah. to create those babies and like that the then were his people like his favourite wife is that smoking hot whoever Rosie plays Rosie Huntington Whiteley and the idea that she had sex with Immortan Joe like you'd kill yourself just having done that alone I would know? Like, like strangle myself as he was approaching me I'd be like <laughs> Yeah, today, you're my dad, Joe. I would rather die. Like, his back is all, like, all festered. Yeah, and, like, it's disgusting. Acidy, rotting away. Blowing the, um... He was just so gross. Yeah. He was so disgusting. He what was. a great enemy. I love, like, a good villain, and you need you know? that. You need a good villain to drive yeah. the story. You really need to hate me, him. Right? You always need a good... Someone Charlie. to hate. And a good hero. Hmm? You know? A flawed hero. A good flawed hero, yeah. Um... Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I suppose we've kind of discussed up to the point where, so huge chase scene, and when they meet the mothers, and it's like, oh, right into the desert, and they decide to, to go back. Oh God. Yeah. Because he's like, if you go, this is when he starts to use his words, doesn't he? Like he's yeah. like finally able That's to be a bit of a man and less like a wild animal. Yeah. You know, after being on like, an hour and. You know, 40 minutes of demolition dirty meets, like, you know, yeah. mythological mayhem. Yep. What were you pointing at? Oh, I was, I was, um, you know, when he's saying, like, it's like 120 days in that direction, nothing but salts or whatever. Yeah. Like, he, he says one of the lines that George Mills said to us, like, um, if you can't fix what. It's broken? Oh, uh, if, if, <laughs> if you don't like the way it is, then fix what you. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I can't remember. It's the same that he says in the movie. You're terrible like, at remembering quotes. I know, I am. I love them so much. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that he says in the movie. It's, it, and to the mm. effect of, we need to just go back and yeah. make the Citadel cool Well, that's it, because they could, like, we've got enough fuel to ride for 160 days. And it's like, bitch, nothing but salt. Yeah. You know, turn back, so, fix what's broken, yep. take what's yours. And she has that awesome why moment in the sand. Where yeah. She's, like, screaming at how lame going back is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
because like you the thing was they had to plan it out though and this is where Nux like because like Nux turns on their side when that blind guy just comes in shooting like in the swamplands but those people on stilts were cool FYI just chucking that in there they were cool yeah I really liked how they did that that was the Greenland mention them in Mm. the movie it's just that one shot you see them yeah and you're just like ooh brutal it just paints the picture that they're okay cool they're people who live in this marsh on stilts which makes sense who just pick the marsh <laughs> pick grubs, the marsh grubs looks like looks like oil and <laughs> well, you know, toxic I'm just, I'm just you heard the mothers out, they like... said it turned into a toxic wasteland okay so like i would think that um Wouldn't i don't know everything grubs. like morphed there i don't know what they were i think they were meant what to be are like you doing walking around the mud on stilts i don't know if they were meant to be like a creature to delicious marsh grubs that's what okay we'll settle with marsh grubs but where was i going up but after that oh because they had to plan it because they've got to plan the um to get back because they have to roll the tanker to get through the canyon. Yeah, well, that was the plan. Like and beat Immortan Joe, and that's where she yep. rips his face off. Yep. Fucking sick scene. Yep, it was. I was like, oh, that scene, and it was only like just enough seconds to show you the face ripping off for you to be like completely mortified. Yeah, because you see it, it like rips out like his esophagus. Ugh. It looks like there's like a tube going down there that. Yeah. yeah, definitely rips, like, the lower half of his face out. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess then they, like, the, I, I, like it's so hard to to really talk about this movie too much because um, you've all seen it. It's just, like, it's just continuous explosions, crashes, like, I suppose... Yeah, there are very few story points that, you know, no. they drive in one direction, like, people chase there's... them, and so they have to drive back. Yeah, well, ultimately, yeah. You know. But like the, I, I suppose what makes it so good is the, is the world. It's, it's like almost like I don't want to compare it to Guillermo del Toro, but like he creates the universe of Mad Max so well that you just you feel like you're there, and everything is such a rich like this like the, the level of costuming and everything they've done. It's just yeah, don't they know, don't hold they back on anything. They haven't, and they've literally just been like, we're gonna make a hour and forty minute chase scene full of explosions and action and they keep you entertained that entire time. Yeah, and not only that, we're gonna have just... a guitar that is also a flamethrower. Like, I, I thought on like... bungee straps. Yeah, it was <laughs> like... just so unnecessary, but at the same time like why It was completely do... necessary. It was un... yeah, like after you see it, you're it was like, like yes, okay, am I not gonna exactly. have a guitar well, flamethrowing like wouldn't you, you know, that's... creepy descent animal yeah. mohawk dude like it just um... on bungee straps? It just worked. They, it, it was, it, it, it didn't, it, it, it knew what it was and it didn't um, back out. It, it just owned it. Yeah. This is what it is. And I thought it was just, yeah, I thought it was a very fantastic movie. Like, you can't fault Fantasmical. it. Really. You, yeah. He did say that a lot. <laughs> I, was like, I loved it because it's a word that I know from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. But isn't it phantasmagorical? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who knows that word? Well, it's just phantasmagorical. <laughs> just say it's good. It's brilliant. It's phantasmagorical. Like, easy it's to syllable Phantasmagorical, Joe. man. <laughs> oh, you say like by judge, that's phantasmagorical. <laughs> I still can't. You've tried it. to say this word like eight times. I know there are like so many words in my life I just cannot like cannot get right. Like I struggled with the ambulance for ages and like. Okay. <laughs> Coat hangers was another one I struggled with. Well, you say now it sounds seems like phantasmagorical. There you go. Perfect. Gonna be one of those. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, is there anything? Yeah, the road having... back. Ew. Well, I guess like you know, she also has to understand that she's wrong, doesn't she, Furiosa? Yeah. But because like, there is no Greenland. But she needed to. 
she needed to do what she did in order to realize and pretty much achieve what, what ended up happening. Like, if she didn't make a break for the Greenlands, they would never have caught them out of the Citadel and been able to go back and capture it. Like, her dream was what allowed them to do what they did. Even though she was wrong, she was still the reason for... She was the catalyst for the change. Mm. And and they loved her. Like, at the end, like, when they said that she was there, everyone was chanting, like, Furiosa. Well, the wise were like, the catalyst for change. Oh, no, I guess well, she, she was, was the, the stole protagonist. Them, right? She was What's the... She? She, she, she was, um whatever the valeri who went bad mm. and that was like everyone else was like all joe like it, it was she kind of stood up to joe and when they bring back joe's corpse and all the people just mob it oh and, totally you know, just rip it apart because they they hated joe no like let them up let yeah, them and, up and such great payoffs in this movie like you do mm. like he saves her with her blood yep and then they do get lifted up in that thing but like it max stays on the ground because he like he's not a yet resolved character yeah which was um I thought that was interesting where uh, the, one of the writers didn't even agree with the other two's choice. Brendan um, McCarthy, he didn't. Yeah, he agree wanted, with didn't and he? He, he wanted, wanted it up there. there. And they're like, no, no, he didn't earn his place, whatever. But he yeah. wouldn't even comment on it there because you could tell he didn't want it. He wanted Mad He Max wanted Max to, rise. to go up. Yeah. Totally. But he wasn't the hero. Furiosa was the hero. Yeah. And Mad Max was the protagonist. Just some guy along really. Well, he, he was the protagonist being... of the story, which is a really interesting story because you don't get many where the hero isn't the protagonist because usually that's the one single person going along. Mm. But in this case, the hero was played by a different person, not the lead character. Yeah. You know, Deb Poets was another one that does that. It's the main character is the guy who kills himself? No, the main character is... The main character, yeah, the prote- like the protagonist is the guy that kills himself, but okay, the hero you... is Tom, who <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> will do dead poets for you, but the hero is Tom because <laughs> he becomes the one who's like, captain, my captain, the end. Anyway, that's what I'm just saying. There's another example of a movie where that happens. Okay, but yes. Again, like always great movies, mm. you know, and great, great story where yeah. they can do that. Agreed, definitely. It's very one-dimensional when you have like a protagonist and a hero that are yeah. the same. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, sorry about that ramble, guys. That's okay. It's always good to know about story, though. Definitely. Because stories make... You do know a lot about story, so please keep (laughs) informing us. Um, Just quickly, I can see the budget for this film was $150 and it ended up netting worldwide $374. So that's like, you know, double your money plus $74 So I'm pretty sure there's going to be sequels. I I think they've all but confirmed the Mad Max sequels. Yeah, I think so. How could you not after you've just made film of the year? But I think that it to be as good as it is, they'd almost need to work on it for another 12 years. Like, what if they rush well, it and then... yeah, they're not... <laughs> you know, the next one's like Mad Max with Adam Sattler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, no one would and see that. Well, no, but, like, a studio might be like, yeah, okay, greenlit, <laughs> get him in there. Oh, my God, no, Probably I'll run him down with a giga horse. <laughs> yeah, totally. Cool. Was there a... Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've spoken about it for a while. We can let you guys off the hook now, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think like, this has been a long one. I think it has, yeah. I mean, we can't see... Well, I suppose because we bit. crammed, like, Graphic Fest and... Yeah, it was a lot to... Mad I mean, Max. Mad Max. I mean, film of the year. Yeah, gotta, I know. Gotta, <laughs> Give it a good Credit where credit's minutes. due, you know, so... Totally. Yeah. Well, I guess we can sign off then. Yeah. So, Thanks for listening, guys. It was Sam. And Renee. And we are... Movie Quest! Peace questions.